Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Layover Podcast. I am your host, Nick Julia, and we are officially entering the third week of February. Time is flying. If you are not already subscribed to our weekly newsletter, I drop a book suggestion, a quote, and also a little excerpt about this month's theme every single week. So you can go to thelayover.com to subscribe and also every single like, comment, share, recommendation to a family or friend helps. We appreciate you all so, so much. We are still taking submissions for February's theme, Body, and you can go to thelayover.com to submit. Without further ado, in episode 31, Tenny shares a story about dispelling past projections about her body that she unconsciously carried into the future. I hope you all enjoy episode 31 of the Layover Podcast, Marbles. My good friend Erica used to tell this joke that when God was making me, he was trying to throw clay at the front of my body, and I quickly turned around, and most of it landed on my back. Erica tells this story in reference to my body shape. I have what the fashion police like to call pear shape, where I ain't got much to work with at the top and just a little bit more at the bottom. It took me a long time to accept this body that I've been graciously given. I moved to the U.S. from Nigeria at the age of nine, and as most precarious immigrant parents, I was only allowed to hang out with the kids at church. I spent my weekends doing dance rehearsals, play rehearsals, going over to my church friends' houses to eat jollof rice or fufu, and sometimes it felt like I was still in Nigeria. During one of these dance practices at church, I was gathered with a group of about 10 preteen girls like myself, and we were learning the dance from our dance instructor, who I will call Auntie Grace. At the end of our dance routine, right before we were headed home, Auntie Grace pulled most of the girls aside. She pointed to each one of them and said, you come here, you come here, you come here. At the end of her prompting, there were only two girls left who she didn't ask to come here. It was me. At that time, I was 13 or 14 years old. And then there was Abby. Abby was 10. And so Abby and I were left on the side while all the other girls were gathered in a circle and Auntie Grace telling them something. I heard a little bit of what she said, but afterwards I asked my friend, what did Auntie Grace tell you guys? My friend told me that Auntie Grace had asked them all to wear a training bra during our performance in a couple of Sundays. She said, make sure you tell your parents to buy you a bra if you don't have one or we're going to be dancing on stage we don't want anything to be showing or bouncing now that seems like a very innocent and well-meaning thing to say but for me in my 13 year old or 14 year old head i was wondering why auntie grace didn't call me i knew that i was developing pretty slowly at that time but it was even more saddening to me that auntie grace looked at me and thought that I wasn't worthy of wearing a training bra even at the age of 13. That moment stuck with me and I began to think about even more so than I had been um, 
what my slow development meant. I started to stuff my brow with tissues and marbles and paddings from swimsuits, really anything that I could get my hands on uh, to make a gradual shift into this really coveted space where all the other girls in school had already reached. Now, at this time, I was in middle school, so all the boys liked girls with boobs. Didn't matter if you were smart, funny, fast, at running, good at sports, kind. Nope, if you didn't have boobs, you really were worthless. This relationship that I had with body image carried on through high school. I continued to focus on being smart, since clearly my boobs weren't really coming at a fast rate. By this time, I had probably an A cup and stayed that way until I got to college. During college, I started to wear baggy clothes, oversized jackets from Goodwill, and I called it fashion. This was my new style. I shifted the light on every part of my identity other than my body. At this point, I didn't necessarily want bigger boobs. I had accepted that my body was not one to be desired or celebrated, so why even bother? I continued to buy clothes that were too big for me. I didn't bother buying clothes that hugged the curves that I did have. After graduating, I started a health and wellness journey as an adult, and slowly, the petite, curvy version of my body evolved. I still continued to wear baggy, oversized clothes to work, though, and only on special occasions I would wear clothes that actually fit and accentuated my curves. The 13-year-old girl who Auntie Grace didn't call was still there. I remember attending a wedding with my coworkers, and they were all shocked. Like, where were you hiding that body? I wore a mustard jumpsuit that was backless and didn't have to wear a bra because my boobs were just there. That was probably one of the first times where I felt empowered with the body I'd been given and really took the time to wear something that made me feel beautiful and made me feel like the body that I'd been given was enough. During this time, though, on my health and wellness journey, I realized that I had a slightly unhealthy obsession with exercising. And I think this came from this idea that, well, if my boobs are small, I guess my stomach has to be flat. I have to make up for it somehow. My appreciation for my body then became about keeping thin, keeping fit. Um, And after a few years, I realized that I had to renegotiate my relationship with exercise and developed a much healthier approach that was more slow and more authentic to what my body needed. I can truly say now my appreciation for my body has grown over time and I celebrate it in private and in public. I get cute underwear, I wear clothes that fit for the most part, I dance to private party in my room, and I really, really love the skin I'm in, even through the ebbs and flows. And I know I still have progress to make. I'm not where I want to be exactly in full acceptance of my body. But a few weeks ago, my partner looked at me intently and said, babe, you have the best boobs ever. And I believed him. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 31 of the Layover Podcast. To find more from Tenny, you can find her on Instagram. She's at instagram.com slash T-E-N- I-N-L-A underscore. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please like it, subscribe, comment, share with a friend or family member. We are still taking submissions for the end of February, the last week 
Our bodies are temporary vessels of life, love, pleasure, pain, movement, stillness. Tell us a story about the ever-changing relationship with your body. When has your body felt most accepted, rejected, in harmony and disarray? What has your body taught you? And how can you learn to love our flesh without outside approval? We can't wait to gear your story. You can go to thelayover.com slash submit. We'll see you all next week for the new theme as well as the last story for February.